Hello, Texans. Welcome to the podcast. Frank Frangi is the voice of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He hosts a talk show as well in North Florida talking about all sports. He does a ton of college football stuff. I mean, it's Gator country there and Seminole country. Well, really more Gator country. And Jacksonville, I've said this before, that area to me is almost South Georgia and North Florida. It's a mix of things. I lived in South Florida for a long time. It's not South Florida. It's a different area, but it's very cool. But we're not going there. They're coming here, and the Jaguars can win the AFC South if they beat the Titans in the regular season finale in North Florida. And as far as the Titans go, if they beat the Jaguars, they win the AFC South. So it's come down to that, that Week 18 showdown, but a Week 17 showdown here at NRG Stadium. Now, one thing the Jags would like to get done before the close of business is to end the losing streak they have against the Houston Texans who have won nine in a row against Jacksonville. And I know this because I talked to Frank previously about this, but let's start it off talking about the Jaguars, their surge, the matchup Sunday with Frank Frangi, voice of the Jaguars. Frank, always a pleasure to visit. How's it been going? And I know what the answer is very well, much better than last time. Tell me. Mark, great to be with you. Merry Christmas to you and uh, all the folks in Houston. And yeah, yeah, it's much better. It's We've waited a long time for a run like this of sorts, Mark, as you know. And look, we won five out of seven. That doesn't happen around here much. And Trevor Lawrence is playing at a really good level. And I think those two things are, it's not a coincidence they're happening together. Uh, the Jags are playing pretty well right now. So these are good times. There's a lot left to do. Two important games left for this football team. But yeah, right now, uh, the Jags have been playing pretty well. All right, is it Lawrence or is it other things? I know it's a team game, Frank, but you tell me the biggest reason why the Jaguars have turned it around so swiftly. I really believe, and Mark, you and I have had this talk a thousand times, if you get coach and quarterback figured out in this league, you're on to big things. Whether you're Belichick and Brady or Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes or you or Sean Payton and Drew Brees, and I'm not saying Trevor's those guys, but when you get quarterback and coach figured out, you're headed in the right direction. I'm a big believer that is as difficult as he could be to deal with at times when Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson had it going there, you guys are winning divisions every year. Now, part of that was a great defense and JJ Watt, Whitney Merciless and, and a bunch of great defensive players. I get that. But when you get coaching quarterback kind of figured out, I think that's when teams win. So I think it's that I think more, more than anything else, the defense has not played well this year. They've been up and down, but the offense has been very good. And Trevor's, better every week. Mark, in the last seven weeks, he's got 14 touchdowns and one pick. Mm. That's why they've won five out of seven games. He's really played well of late. He really has. Frank Frangi, voice of the Jacksonville Jaguars with us. Well, what else? What other things besides Lawrence's improved play can you point to, Frank? You mentioned the defense isn't exactly there yet, but they are yeah. winning games. So what do you think overall, other than Lawrence? I, Yeah, I think the passing game overall has been good. Tra uh, uh, Travis Etienne, the running back, he went over 1,000 yards last week. And really, Mark, he's a rookie if you think about it. He was a rookie last year but had the Liz Frank injury didn't play. So it's really his rookie year. He's been very good. They've protected Trevor. And remember, they brought in three brand-new receivers in free agency, and all have been very good. Christian Kirk, uh, Zay Jones, the tight end, Evan Ingram. Evan's about to have uh, the best tight end receiving year in, in franchise history. He's got he six yards for that. Uh, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Zay Jones already has career highs. So I think the passing game, first and foremost, I think Travis Etienne uh, has been a good running back. Defensively, I'm telling you, they've struggled, but I think they figured out who they are. They're more of a zone team, it looks like now. They don't play as much man. They keep stuff in front of them. They have a rush to pass. Well, they've been pretty good against the run, better against the run than the pass. So there's still some holes defensively, but I'm telling you, it's been that passing game. It's been the rhythm. 
Here's another thing, too. As good a play caller as Doug Peterson is, Mark, he's a great culture setter, too. He, he's a leader. And I think the guys trust him. You know, it was a disaster here last year. You know that with Urban Meyer. It just didn't work. And he had to regain those guys' trust. You got young guys. The, the, the only way they know, all they know is what they saw last year. And he had to kind of convince them that's not how you do it. And so uh, it, it's, been a, it's been a really fun year, certainly a fun last a month and a half for this team. Well, it's funny because you know walking up to the press box or to the press box elevator, you walk by the football offices, and I guess it's near the locker room area, whatever, where you see stuff on the walls. And one of the things is win the division, and that's a daily right. message to the players. And at the time I thought, you know, it's October 9th. I'm thinking, ha, well, here you are with a chance to win the division. Tell me what's your favorite win? What do you think is the big win so far? Was it the Tennessee win, the Cowboy win? You tell me, Frank. Yeah, I don't think it's even close. This team hasn't won in – this season has, hasn't swept the Titans since 06. It's been 16 years since they swept them. They hadn't won in, in Tennessee since 13. I think winning in Nashville, quieting the Nashville crowd, you know how much respect I have for that, that Titans organization. I think they do things the right way. I think Mike Brable's a really good coach. They play with a toughness about them. Uh, they run the football with Derrick Henry. I've got great respect for the Titans. And I think to go win against a team that has been that good in this division, a place you haven't won since 2013, now a chance to sweep a team you haven't swept since 2006, I think it was that one. Now, in terms of best game, that Dallas game a few weeks ago was unbelievable. Mm. It ended, as you know, on a pick six in overtime. You don't get that very often. And the place was electric. But in terms of the win that I think turned the, t- turned the tide, if you will, to cliche, but the win that kind of changed things, I think it was that win in Nashville, Mark. This team, there was just something special. You could feel it on the plane back. You could feel it when you were around them. Mm. If they turned the corner at all, and I don't know if they turned the corner yet. It's a, it, this thing's just starting. But, the, but if things changed, that was the game that kind of signified it. It really was. Frank Frangie, voice of the Jacksonville Jaguars with us. What about the game against New York last Thursday night? On the road, you have last year's number one and number two pick going at it at quarterback. I know Wilson's been in a different situation. They bring him back into the fold because they have to. But I thought that was a real nice take-care-of-business victory on the road against a team that really needed the game badly. Yeah, no, I think you're right, and I agree with you. Take-care-of-business is the right phrase for that game. And I think it proved, Mark, that they can win that way. You know, we know now that Trevor can can throw three or four touchdowns and – pass for 300 yards and it can win shootouts. But can you win a game when it's raining the whole game and, and, and it's hard to grip the ball and there's not going to be a lot of offense and the winning team is going to be in the teens and the losing team might be in single digits. Can you win that kind of game? Because they hadn't been that kind of a team. That kind of a team is a, is a run first team and they're not that. So they proved they could win a game a different way. And look, there's something to be said when you're, when you're a team that's where the Jags are and you haven't played a lot of nationally televised games. You know, you know, everyone's watching, even if it was an ugly game and rain and whatnot. It's still a little different paradigm for this group. So I thought that game was significant for all those reasons. Frank, let's talk about the division here. What do you make of what the Titans are going through right now, having lost five in a row going into the Thursday nighter? Yeah, in fairness to that franchise, they've had so many guys hurt, not the least of which is Tannehill, who now looks like he's out for the year. They've had so many guys hurt. You, you saw him last week. They're still a tough-nosed team. They're still a, a physical team. They know how to play. Uh, again, they play football the right way. They're just so beat up right now. So what you have in the league, really, is, a, in my opinion, Mark, one beat-up team and three teams that are trying to rebuild. 
The Jags are trying to rebuild. It's the first year under Doug Peterson, second year under uh, with Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback. From afar, it looks like that's kind of where the Texans are. The Texans, and I think the Texans are going to rebuild. We've got a bunch of draft picks. Uh, I think the Texans are way better than a team that's won twice. They're in every game. So I think it's a, a damn good two-win team if such a thing exists. And I don't think the Colts know where to go yet. I, we, you don't know who their coach is going to be next year. You don't know who their quarterback is going to be. So really, it's, it's one team that's very injured and three teams that are trying to rebuild. And I think that's why, and that's why the division winner is going to have seven or eight wins or eight or nine wins. And I think that's the reason is this division is going to find itself. It's not always going to be this way. The, the Texans have proven how good they can be. They won a lot of divisions a lot of years in a row. I've got great respect for the Titans, and I think the Colts will figure it out too. I still think it's going to be a good division, but right now it's not a great division because you've got a lot of rebuilding teams. Frank Frangi, voice of the Jaguars with us. Frank, what's the best team you've seen so far this year? You played Philadelphia, Dallas, the Chiefs. What's the best team that the Jaguars have faced in your opinion? I think at Kansas City, I think the Jags played a really good game that day, Mark, and lost by 10. That was other than that game against Detroit where it just got to go. Every team gets a stinker. Uh, our game at Detroit was the stinker. But other than that game at Detroit, uh, the Jags have been in every game. The only one they lost by double digits other than that one was the Kansas City game, and it was by 10. I think the Chiefs are the team to be. Now, I haven't seen the Bills this year, but I have seen the Eagles. That game was kind of funky, too. It was the fourth game of the year. Jags were 2-1 and one when they went up there, and that was another one of those rain games that you really couldn't tell. But I would say Kansas City is the best team. They're just so good. They know how to play. Mahomes is so good. Andy Reid's such a veteran. They've got a veteran defensive coordinator. they got all the ingredients. If you look at a team that's got a really good play caller, older veteran coordinator, uh, quarterback who's all the rage, that's, that's the equation, Mark, don't you think? And, and I think they've mm. got that part figured out. Frank, how's the fan base reacting to this surge by the Jaguars? They've been so patient, and i got to imagine yeah. they're buying in, or are they really hesitant to buy in? No, you're right. They're over the moon. They've waited so long. And remember now, Mark, and you know, you, you and I have had this talk. You, you know our area. Mm-hmm. Our buddy John Harris lived here. You, you, know, you know this city well. There are, there's no basketball. There's no baseball. There's no hockey. This is what this city has. This, we're kind of like Buffalo in that regard. This is it. The Jags are what they have. Yeah, there's some Gator fans and Seminole fans and a lot of Georgia fans. They're pretty happy these days. But what this city has is the Jaguars. And it looks like for the first time in a long time, maybe the Jags have some things figured out. You know, that 17 team was really good. Uh, there was, was one bad call away from going to the Super Bowl. But it was still a team that was – some of those guys were more about me than they were about the team. You know the guys were on that team. And, I, and it, just, it, was, it was a chemistry that was going to have a tough time working over the long haul. It wasn't sustainable. This looks like it is. Now, again, it, it's early. It's still a team that's 7-8. and eight. I'm not, I don't want to make it out like they're 12-3. They're, they're and three. But you can see some things here, and it looks like it's sustainable. So I think the fan base is over the moon. I, I think uh, it was rocking for that Dallas game. It's going to really be rocking when the Titans come in here a week from Sunday or, or Saturday whenever they decide to play that game. So right now, Mark, it, this fan base is excited. They waited a long time, man. These people have waited a long time for something that feels like this field it's not there yet but it feels like it could be well it's been a long time coming as you say frank and you tell me because you've lived through all of this stuff i look at teams that are searching for the recipe quarterback coach and let's talk about quarterback here you know you look at the titans and they had vince young and jake locker and marcus mariota and none of those guys really worked out the way they needed him to and the jaguars with bortles and blaine gabbert now you have trevor lawrence and it looks very good in year two here but where are you at with the building process of NFL teams and how you got to get it done? Do you keep trying to take that quarterback, or is there another way to do it in your opinion? 
I think coach and quarterback. I, that's why that's why people try so hard to get them. That's why they get drafted so high. That's why we got a guy Anthony Richardson here at Florida that, that that came out this year. He was he was really average. Mark, you know, you see college football. You're a college football guy. He was a pretty average player. They were six and six, but he's six four or two forty. He's a four five guy. He can throw it from here to Las Vegas, and for that reason, he's going to go in the first round. I think teams need quarterbacks so badly that I think it's got to start with a coach who builds a culture and it's got to start with a quarterback. If you look around the league, there's not much, there's not many teams left now that win any other way. Now quarterbacks play different ways. Lamar Jackson wins different ways than Tom Brady won, but I think you've got to have quarterback. And I think if you don't have that, I think you have to build it. as for this team, they've got a chance now to get built. They they've got some young defensive players. They still got to improve the pass rush. That's been disappointing this year. Uh, they've got more, they need more cornerbacks. They haven't covered this year. But this team is starting to build that thing. I, I think it really is. I, I think, and again, you talk about the division, the other three, the three opponents, and you can speak to this for Houston better than I can, but I think you've got three teams who aren't quite sure where they are at quarterback. Uh, Davis Mills has been terrific for a while, but he's not playing now. The, the, the Titans, I don't think uh, Malik Willis might be their guy, but I don't know that he is. And I don't think the Colts have any idea who their guy is. So, so it's an interesting, and it goes up and down, doesn't it? This is a division mm-hmm. that had, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. This is a division that had Deshaun Watson all those years. Uh, Tannehill's been playing great for the Titans most recently, and back in the day they had Steve McNair. So it's been a division with good quarterbacks, but right now it's a division that, other than the Jags, I don't think the other teams know who their quarterback is going to be, which makes it a very interesting next two or three years. All right, I have to ask you a college football question, Frank. Frank Frangie, yeah. voice of the Jacksonville Jaguars with us. You're in Gator country, and so many people follow college <clears throat> football so closely where you are, and you do a daily talk show in Jacksonville. NIL, good or bad thing, and where is it going with all the transfer portal stuff and NIL deals being thrown around? And, you know, Johnny and I were talking about, do guys actually start staying in school because they get an increase in their NIL deal to give it one more shot? Is that going to be a reality here if it's not already? Your thoughts on the overall situation? Well, number one, NIL, is it good or bad? NIL is a good thing that they are doing badly. That's mm. the problem. I think I told you this before. My, my analogy is if, if the government decided that the speed limits were wrong, and so they took down all those 75-mile-an-hour speed limit signs, and they're going to put up new ones, they might get it right eventually. But until they put the new ones up, everyone's going to drive 120 miles an hour because everyone wants to, wants to get there, right? Well, I think that's what's happened. They think they've taken the speed limit signs down but they haven't put up any new ones. So nobody really knows the rules now. So I think it's totally out of hand. It was never intended to be a recruiting inducement. And that's what it's become. And obviously an hour and a half from where you live is the guy that did it the most. And that's Jimbo Fisher, you know, mm. and that, and, and it backfired on him a little bit this year, but, but the reality is the the real reality is it's being used as a, a recruiting inducement. I don't think that's a good thing. And I think they've got to get some guardrails, Mark. I think at some point they have to, as for the transfer portal, Imagine the NFL. Think about this for a second. Imagine the NFL if there were only one-year contracts. Think about that for a second, Mark. If there's only one-year contracts in the league, so you can't have more than a one-year contract. Well, then everybody's a free agent every year, right? Everybody is a free agent every year, and that's what college football is. There's one-year scholarships, and and people are poaching players all the time. It's a mess right now. I I see Again, the the teams that know how to do it best are still going to be the best teams. But uh, right now, right now, the NIL and transfer portal has changed college football, and it's almost unrecognizable to what we want to do. It really is. Frank, great stuff as always. I always enjoy the visits and look forward to seeing you on Sunday. 
Look forward to seeing you, Mark. It'll be fun. Take care, man. All right, there's my friend Frank Frangie, voice of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Check out the game Sunday at noon, Sports Radio 610 and the Bull 100.3 FM. We'll start it off at 9 a.m. with Texans Countdown, presented by Modelo, and also on CBS if you want to watch the game. But why would you? Just listen to it or show up because tickets are available at HoustonTexans.com and the Texans app and it's Fan Appreciation Day with a ton of giveaways. Check out all the other podcasts where this one was obtained or wherever fine podcasts are available. Have a great Happy New Year, everyone, and go Texans!